It looks like the clock is about to strike midnight on this Cinderella story. It's uh, refreshing, yet uh, displeasing to the eye. Somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. In the dying seconds! Unbelievable! They wouldn't say die! That just shows that they didn't come to play. They really come to play here at the MCG tonight. Welcome to another week of They Came to Play and the AFL fixture is out for rounds two, three, four and five. They've got us on a drip feed and I love it. Hello, Armstrong. Hello, Tigers to start the season again. Let's bring it on. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to that in just a moment. And Danny McGinley, hello. Uh, hello, uh, Lima. Hello, Tess. Yeah, just typical pro-Richmond oh. bias from the AFL. You, of course, will be coming off, what is it, a 68-day break, whereas Collingwood <laughs> only get a 67-day break. I'm just sick of this. Yeah, it is unbelievable. <laughs> Although, on a serious note, yes. Uh, so we've got the four games have been fixed. Yet. Sorry, 80, 86 day break for Collingwood, eighty seven day break for oh, for Richmond. Could be the difference. Could, I'd only- love, I'd love, I'd love the losing coach to blame the break. <laughs> <laughs> well, poor old Melbourne. I mean, they've. I think Melbourne are playing Carlton in round two. Let me just uh, double check that they are playing Carlton at uh, Docklands at four thirty on Saturday. But they're coming back from Perth. It's always oh. tough. <laughs> wow. Hey, and how do you reckon? How are Geelong going to go against Hawthorne? Geelong always lose after a bye. They might get a negative score. <laughs> We've got the cats at the right time. Can I just say, <laughs> they have rallied really hard in the last couple of weeks for all their games, like to play almost every game at Kijinia Park, right, because there's no crowd, so it's irrelevant. If, if one... Geelong person complains when they have to play finals at the MCG and they haven't played any games there. I tell you what, send them to me. We need to. We'll need to have a chat. But Tess, yeah. I still, and you know, far be it from me to support anything Geelong does or any person who follows Geelong. But um, why? I still don't get why Geelong can't play finals. I mean, I get the money side of it. But is there another reason why Geelong can't play finals at Geelong? They could play all the finals there. They'd still have to play the MCG for the grand final. And then they'll say, oh, yeah. well, we couldn't play very well there because oh, we never okay. got to play at the yeah. MCG. But you rallied oh. to play every game in Geelong. It's going to happen. Mark it, my is words. It, has it been three years in a row that uh, Richmond have played home finals despite finishing lower on the ladder? Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think what they should do next time Geelong and Richmond play each other in a final is uh, uh, just play it at Docklands. No, I'd rather go and play it in Scotland than play at the Docklands. I'm happy to go anywhere. Locked in. Celtic Park, Caps yeah. Tigers. I've got to say, you won't be popular there at Celtic Park, uh, Tess. They tend to prefer teams that wear hoops rather than a sash. <laughs> I don't care as long as we don't play at that cursed land of the Docklands. Okay. Hey, what about this, Tess? All right. Don't, you don't want to play the Docklands. What about Townsville? What about what? Townsville. Would you play there? No, well, no. I don't. I never said anything about Townsville. Who brought up Townsville? 
Well, I brought up Townsville because two years in a row you sold <laughs> home games to Townsville. You lost one of them with a kick after the siren, oh, thanks to Carmichael oh, Hunt. Michael Hunt. I was at Cairns. Cairns, Kazali Stadium. I was at Kazali Stadium. So you Jesus sold two Lim- years in a row. Limo, think of our North Queensland listener. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 Embarrassing. Sorry, sorry, Reg. <laughs> <laughs> How's the leg? <laughs> I hope you're all right, mate. Um, lockdown's been tough on him. So here's, let's say, can we have a whinge about the fixture now? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So we've only got four games, and I know the obvious response to everything I'm about to say four is... Four games, five rounds? Is that oh, four rounds sorry, to go. We've only got four oh, games. They've fixed it four games. Four, four, four rounds. Four rounds. Yeah. Um, so, and I know the obvious answer is... Yeah, but you play everyone once and it'll all come out in the wash. But here's my whinge about the first four. So Hawthorne play Thursday night, Friday night, and two Sunday nights at 6.05. Mm-hmm. 6.05, 6.05 on a Sunday again. Limo, you're a, you're a stand-up comedian by trade. Six o'clock on a Sunday is perfect for us. That's the one time you won't have a gig. I mean, you won't have a gig anyway because yeah. the industry's dead, <laughs> yeah. but... No, I hate six six oh five. I see Sunday night. That uh, that twilight game on a Sunday is a dead zone to me. I just never watch that game. I love it. Uh, so anyway, Richmond. Oh yeah. Two Thursday night games. Yep. A Friday night game and a Saturday afternoon game. Can I say it's because they have two to be Friday. under more pressure? Isn't it better after an a hundred year break? to kind of be buried on the twilight game so people can't see you if you don't do very well. Oh, Whereas Richmond well, hung out to dry if we don't play well on the twi- on the, uh, on the big show. Yeah, okay. So, says if Brendan Gale had the option, he would choose Sunday 6pm over Friday night. And we've been forced to play these, like, standout games. Every year they force us to play these games. It's just because the TV people say, oh, Richmond's got all the fans. They've got everything going. What we're seeing here, Limo, is uh, Tess, uh, the reason she's not in the same room as us is because she lives in Ballarat and she's trying to get a law degree and she has been studying all week. And she's on the front foot here. We are getting a lot of... Getting a lot of uh, you know, some Latin phrases. Yeah, we're, get, we're getting a lot of the defence attorney here. <laughs> uh, Tess Armstrong for the defence. Can I put Mr. McLaughlin. My first gripe, moving on from Richmond, because whatever happens to Richmond, I'm totally fine with, but whatever, why on the Friday night don't we have a Queensland game like Brisbane? I know I'm looking forward to Geelong Hawthorne, but I would at any stage of the time. But we've got this like a million teams in Queensland, how exciting, blah, blah, blah. Why don't we have Brisbane on Friday night, Brisbane West Coast? But I don't understand why, what's, why's the push? For we Brisbane want to West Coast into the Queensland market. While we've got all the teams there, plus we've got to get some excitement going about Brisbane because Brisbane rule. Um, I feel like that would have been a good thing to do, and also it appeased national competition. I know it's a national competition, but if you said if you were the broadcaster and you wanted the biggest ratings possible. <laughs> But then you wouldn't have any other games at all. Wouldn't you be like, but hang around, use Friday night for your promos to say Geelong Hawthorne's like, it's coming up soon. You know when you're watching something and it says coming up soon like a special guest and they never come up at the end of the show? It's called forward promoting, guys. Learn about it. <laughs> haven't heard, haven't well, heard of it. You're so ABC there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, Nemo's from a commercial radio background. It's called Sizzle. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, it's called Sizzle, and we normally attach a product to it as well, Tess. So it'd, it'd be the Harvey Norman special guest <laughs> later in the show. Hey, do you know which team has got the most games on free-to-air TV during this uh, period, uh, during the four rounds? Well, if it's not Richmond or Collingwood, I'll be it for chasing. Yeah, you are, you are it for chasing. There is one club that has got all four of its matches on free-to-air, only one. Uh, it's not Richmond or Collingwood. And it's is not it, Richmond or Collingwood. Uh, is it Geelong? It is not Geelong. Um, all right. It's not, I know it's not Hawthorne. Nah. And it wouldn't be an interstate team because I just know they wouldn't No, they wouldn't that. do that. It should be an interstate team, but it's not. No, it's, it is a team that has Essendon? not won a final since 2004. Yeah. It is an Essendon <laughs> Football Club. Whoa. Well, there is, Essendon have got four. This is according to a, tweet, a tweet from uh, Ethan Meldrum. So if it's right. wrong, blame him. Uh, four games for Essendon, three for Richmond, Collingwood, Bulldogs, Swans, Demons, only two for Hawks, Giants, Cats, Eagles, only one for Lions, Kangas, Crows, Blues, Power, zero for Dockers, Saints and Suns. Zero Ooh. for Dockers, Saints and Suns. Yeah, that's wow. annoying for Dockers. Dockers fans are all about cable TV. Yeah. Yes, they are the hoity-toity, hoi polloi. Yeah. All that mind um, that's still a relevant thing to say in 2020. Um, right, well, that's, uh, yeah, that's interesting. That so... Well, let's talk about the first weekend then. So Hawthorne have got – well, let's talk about our teams first up. Hawthorne, <laughs> Hawthorne have got Geelong Friday night down in Geelong, mm-hmm. GMHBA, where they've got three of the first four games. They've got at GMHBA or the Cattery or whatever you want to call how it. How does it go down there, Limo? How does Hawthorne go? Well, Tess, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Tess, <laughs> retract the question. Do some more stuff. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I moved to strike, <laughs> or have I been watching too much television? Um, <laughs> approach the bench. Um, objection. I uh, objection. Objection. <laughs> there we go. Objection. Round three, two thousand and six, was the last time Hawthorne met Geelong down at Cardinia Park, and it was a resounding victory for the Hawthorne Football Club, coached by none other than Alistair Clarkson. Um, so we're happy to go back there. Someone tried to tell me on Twitter. I need to get this check. This was the Swamp thing, but he, this guy on Twitter, reckons we've won the last eight times we've played there. What? Yeah, I did. I saw we that. I saw that. Josh since two thousand, we did that. Yeah, Josh K, who's a stats man at Channel Seven. Oh, well, if Josh K. Robin to Sir Swamp Things Batman. Yes. Well, if Josh K. tweeted it, it must be true. I think I can find it here. Okay. Uh, you guys talk. So I feel good. I feel good. That's- uh, I can't believe you haven't played there. Feeling... What's that, Tess? I can't believe you haven't played there since pre-Kevin 07. I mean, that's a long time ago. That is a long time ago. Yeah, John, John Howard was Prime Minister last time we played. <laughs> uh, at the Cattery. Uh, what he Actually, no, he's pointing out that uh, the last time Hawthorne met Geelong at Cadinia Park, this is Josh Kay, Channel 7 statistician, Buddy had only kicked 21 career goals. Gary Ablett Jr. had only polled nine Brownlow votes. Wow. Geelong hadn't won a flag for 43 years. Essendon had won a final in the past two years. <laughs> uh, Rafa and Novak had one slam between them and Matty Presparkis was five years old. Oh, <laughs> my God. Good stuff from, uh, from Josh Kay. From and Josh Kay. And, uh, okay. yeah, so there is absolutely zero for you going into this game. Comfort. 
So I'm excited. I'm, a, you know, I know a lot of Hawthorne people are annoyed that we're playing down there, but I, I don't know. I think whatever. It's yeah, a, you can't go to the game, so yeah. it's a Geelong home game. You can't go to it, so whatever. Isn't it whatever. weird that Port and the Crows are being flown into South Australia to yeah. play at Adelaide Oval when funny. there's no fans? It's so weird. Um, like, are they staying in Adelaide until? Then going to the hub. Oh, is that it? Okay. Well, that yeah, makes I'm more pretty sense. sure that's it. Yeah. No, no, they're going to Queensland. Then they're flying back to. I'm pretty sure they're flying back to South Australia and then going back to Queensland again. Are they? I'm pretty, are they in Queensland right now? Is it because I thought of the, like, whole idea. the time difference? Like, surely that surely when there's no fans, it's completely irrelevant and actually even better because it's nobody's home ground. So it's like fun rules. And then everyone's going to watch it on the tally anyway. Won't it be a rating smash hit regardless? All right. I'm looking at the Port Adelaide Twitter feed. Now, they've put a photo of their full contact training. Is that Alberton, South Australia's Anthony Lehman? Uh, it does look like it, yeah. Okay, they're staying in Adelaide. That's yeah. cool. We just called it. Good yeah. work, lawyer. That's uh, that's Alberton. I know. Oh, hang on. Good work, Lemo. Lawyer got I know, it wrong. I know it well. It's just a bit wild. Anyway, whatever. I'm happy. I'm happy for them, but I don't know why they have to do it at Adelaide Oval. No, but I think that was the whole point, Tess, is they could stay in Adelaide for longer if they scheduled the derby uh-huh. for round two. Showdown. And then once they played that, they move up to Queensland. I understand. Every time you say round two, it sounds wrong because it's it feels Maybe. like it's round one. Hey, and Tess, I think there's got to be a good stat, and that we could throw this out to Josh Chaos Swamp thing. But there, I don't know what it is, but it must be a great stat around Marlon Pickett. Just the time between his first, second, and third games. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think uh, there would be something fun there. I mean, it's not fun at all right now because I don't have any answers. Right. No. <laughs> but it's gonna be fun. That's forward promoting. It's gonna be amazing. That's forward promoting. That's that's gonna be a Batoki Ham stat coming up later. <laughs> Yeah, Tess said it, friends. All right. All right. You're going to forever from now, you'll be known as Bahoki Ham Tess. Bahoki Ham Tess. I'm going to wash my mouth out with like holy water in the bathroom later, but for now. Is that a brand as well? <laughs> holy water? Is that new? Some Evie and holy water. San <laughs> Pellegrino oh, yeah. for me. Thanks. Um, what other games are you excited about for right, round let's one? Let's have a little look. I'm very excited about seeing Brisbane again. And I think Fremantle is such an unknown entity. Like new coach, new – like I kind of feel like mm. I, can, I can like Freo again. I've always felt sorry for them and I'd like to. I'd like them to come, come good. Well, let's go. Let's just quickly walk through the game. So Thursday night we've, of course, got Collingwood <laughs> – Richmond at the G. Do you know uh, when I, I I got excited when the, the fixture came out that I gave a small cheer. I was like, oh, yes, here it is. <laughs> and my son, a uh, six-year-old, came running in. and was like, what is it? I go, mate, the footy, the fixture's out. And he's like, oh, who's playing first? And I went, Collingwood Richmond. And he just went, yuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I love it. You got I think, served. <laughs> I think a lot of much older people had the same reaction <laughs> as me. Yeah. Uh, it will be. It'll be mildly exciting. I, I, you know, it's like it's like watching Darth Vader take on the Emperor, and you don't really know which one's worse. Is there is there any word, Tess, on whether there are going to be cardboard cutouts at the MCG in the seat? Surely, no. Are they are they still haven't revealed what they're going to do yet. But surely you could have like some cheers, like find your loudest fans. And have like yep. two of them. 
I couldn't agree more. They should yeah. be getting people who are loud barrackers. Maybe maybe they're in broadcasting. Maybe they're uh, just you know have experience on stage or you know. Like, <laughs> if only we knew people like that. But yeah, you've got to have sort of you've got to have guys. I've actually got a good idea. Oh, okay. I've got an idea. Oh, okay. For, for something the AFL could do. Uh, you know, one thing we've talked about from very early days in this podcast yes. is uh, uh, what we call it, heritage round, proper heritage round, yes. where you play at all the old suburban grounds and you can bring your own beer. Oh, yes. yes. All, right. all right. So what if there's a game coming up on a mm. Saturday afternoon between two of the Melbourne clubs and it's played behind closed doors? So say it was say it was Hawks and the Tigers. This is my suggestion. Hawks and Tigers play each other Saturday afternoon. Limo, you take a bunch of They Came to Play listeners who love Hawthorne yes. and you go to Glen Ferry and you all watch it on your phones or, or your little portable oh, yeah. TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Tess, you take a bunch of Richmond supporting They Came to Play and you sit at Punt Road over. And you, and you all sit socially distance apart in the, in the mm. grandstands, only about 10 of you. So you just take up the whole thing. But that way you're at the old grounds. Mm. You could probably bring a few tinnies with you. Yes. You watch it on your phones. It's like an old school, almost cathartic experience. What do you reckon? I love it. I'm- I, I, yeah, I, I would fully embrace sitting at Glen Ferry Oval. Actually, you'd sit in the stand at Glen Ferry. Yeah. With a thousand other Hawthorne fans or really? however many you could fit I think it only there. 10. But, so, uh, so, social distance. seems an escalation. <laughs> it's been escalation. Surely we can get Telstra on board to, like, promote it, you know, that they can, oh, you can watch the footy on your phone or something. We can get some corporate sponsorship. Come on, commercial Lehman. Uh, you well, that? you can. I mean, you can watch it on your phone through the AFL app. There we go. Let's get the AFL to support Or you can watch this. it on KO. There we go. On KO, your phone. KO yeah. could support it. It is not yeah, really this idea has been bandied around from people, but I actually genuinely do love the idea of having vision of people's houses, like inside people's living rooms and stuff, and they crossed through. If the footy was on 10, it would be yeah. like Gogglebox crossover. But they could do something like That's that where idea. you can see into people's houses, which I always think they should do anyway because one of the worst things about the Aussie, the AFL League is how different it is from a lo- local lo- footy league where you actually see normal people and it, you see the meaning it has in their lives, whereas in the AFL kind of has zero connection to that. So you feel like that could be quite a good idea. Yeah. I, I, I yeah, Why aren't Channel, Channel 7 or Fox Footy or both? Get on it. Should that, well, Fox Footy has got Gogglebox. Foxtel has Gogglebox. Yeah. It's our show. What about, what about if you went, if they showed footy at like, the drive-in movies, Coburg Drive-In, yes. oh, footy on the big screen, your car, and you beat the horn for every goal. Yes. That's a Why aren't we doing that? We should do that. Why don't you contact the drive-in? All right. Um, okay. Sure. <laughs> or or what about this? Our scientists find a cure for coronavirus <laughs> and we just go. <laughs> That's my other suggestion. Well, in a hypothetical land, there's no wrong ideas, but that is wrong. Now, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Friday night, Collingwood Richmond. I did just something before you move on from Collingwood Richmond. I was thinking of I went back into my history book, the, the fantastic book I constantly reference, which is the 100 Years of Australian Rules Football. And there's this amazing. I went to 1920. Tigers won the flag. Just guys, just so you know. Yeah, through right of reply. Who, yeah. who do you think we beat? Uh, asterisk year, Tess Armstrong. No, we didn't. We won. We beat. Oh, no, we did, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I like you. Um, 
Danny Minogue uh, cool. wouldn't he play the first game, first season for Richmond after Collingwood disallowed him to play, uh, dis- disallowed him to leave Collingwood, and he had to sit out a year after World War One, mm. sparking the Tigers Magpies rival. Um, yeah, that's true. Anyway, there was this amazing piece of there was an amazing piece of history about Richmond Collingwood, which of course there is forever. But it reminded me of Marlon Pickett because of course he's only played two games, and you know he's been quite impressive in both of them, but. This is um, December 15, 1920. William James, the kid from Kyabran, who replaced leading goal scorer George Bayliss in Richmond's premiership team, is unlikely to play again. Bill James will be remembered as kicking the goal that was the final nail in the Collingwood coffin. It was his first game for Richmond in the big week where he also helped win a flag for Kyabram. Unfortunately for Bill, an accident while shooting rabbits has seen him badly wounded, shot by his friend. So that was unbelievable. Oh, they warned William, don't wear your Playboy Bunny Mad Monday outfit hunting. Playboy <laughs> <laughs> rabbit hunting, never to be seen again. But at least he had, he came good in the moment that mattered. He did indeed. Tess, that story has been um, uh, found to be not true, by the way. Oh. Oh. About the him being shot, him being shot in the foot is not true. What happened? He just he, he did get shot in the foot, but it was about five years later. Oh. He just decided he just didn't like it and wanted to go back to the country. The and play. Diabram, which actually I feel like is valid. At the because moment, he he continued to play for Kyabram the next season, um, so it's not like he couldn't play. Football. Was he hopping? He was. He was. That was his nickname. He was on one leg. <laughs> Billy Hopper Jones. Billy one leg. Uh, Carry on. As you were. So that's uh, – and then Hawthorne and the Cats uh, Friday night. We've spoken about great. that. Brisbane and Frio um, up at the Gabba on Saturday afternoon. That's a good time, One forty-five. I'll be watching. At the Gabba. Right, you go down to your local – oh, no, you can't. Go <laughs> um, down to your local couch. Go to your local couch. Uh, Carlton and Melbourne at Marvel. Will fans gather around outside of Marvel, do you reckon? Do you think there'll be little pockets of fans outside the ground? There were some Port Adelaide fans who went up to Gold Coast in round one because they already had tickets and, you know, you could back there. Right, okay. And police were outside the ground and told them because they were going to stand outside and just cheer. Oh, and they moved them on. They got moved Uh, on. So I think that might be an issue, but I'm I'm not sure. Uh, We've got the Derby in Adelaide or the Showdown, Showdown. I should say. Showdown. With no crowd as well. God, that's going to be weird. And Gold Coast, Coast, Metricon Stadium is getting a workout over the next four weeks. Oh, yeah. Or the first four rounds. I told you I got kicked out by security at Metricon because I, um, I went to take a photo out the front and the security man was so unused, so not used to people coming. By he like came to hustle me, made me delete all the photos, and kicked me out of Metricon Stadium, and essentially said, "I don't want to see." Kicked me like with a big boot, like on a cartoon, and said, "I don't want to see your type around here anymore." And I thought, "Well, n- now I suppose that's going to happen." But <laughs> hang on, what year was is, this, Tess? Is, is Metricon Stadium a top secret military facility that we didn't know about? <laughs> I can only imagine that it is because this was not very long ago. This was probably twenty seventeen. And um, I went past, we were driving, we were, in the, we were in Gold Coast and I said to my husband, oh, we should go past and take a photo and send it to everyone and say we're at the home of Queensland football. Hilarious. And my granddad used to live near um, 
Carrara and he was a Bears fan. He used to look over there. So I said, oh, let's go take a photo. And I said to this man, oh, can I go take a photo right here, like at the entrance where you can see the ground behind me? And this staffer was like, of course. And then so Sam took my photo and then literally I saw the security man bundle over so massive and he was like what are you doing here and who sent you here and you know you're not allowed to be here and I was like so every time I don't understand the commonwealth games was he worried that you were going to leak secrets oh, about yeah. uh, you know Bermuda versus Fiji yeah. and the equestrian maybe but then I, I did think to myself if I ever don't see fans at this ground it's not the Gold Coast fault it's security's fault They've kicked them all away. <laughs> oh, that's why the crowds are always so low. Yeah, that's right. Um, They've been arrested. That and all the alien abductions. All <laughs> <laughs> manner of issues going on up there. Uh, on the Sunday, Giants, North Melbourne. Why can why is it 105 and not 110? Remember last year the Sunday first game was 110? Why is it 105? I think it's because Channel 7 have had uh, budget cuts and they can afford <laughs> even less intro. Oh, right. <laughs> They've got to get straight into the city. It's weird, though, isn't it? It is. It is yeah. What time? Why the five? Six oh five. Oh, you're cutting out, Tess. What are you saying? I said it is weird. I suppose whether or not there's like, yeah, five minutes less content around it, but why would that be the case? Yeah, very strange. Anyway, uh, so GWS North Melbourne. And then Sydney Essendon at the SCG at three thirty-five. They're always good games, Swans and Bombers. Um, maybe I'm just maybe it's they? just been a couple of really yeah, great right. ones, and and the Swans tend to win them in uh, in exciting ways or dodgy okay, ways. Well, if you're a Bombers fan, let's. Uh, well, let's I want, we want to be pro uh, Essendon because our main Patreon Tim Wilson is a Bombers fan. Oh, I love Essendon. Uh, which yeah, absolutely. always have. Always As a Hawthorne have. fan, you're predisposed to this. <laughs> also, we've got a new one, Jennifer Hansen, who says she comes for the footy talk but stays for the Celtic updates. Celtic update, Jennifer, we are champions nine in a row. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> is that confirmed now? That is confirmed. Yeah, it got confirmed oh, on Monday. Liverpool? No, they're going to play out the games because of the uh, money they would have to pay back. Oh, they are going to play sports. out the games? Yeah, but um, oh, what a good news for you, Limo. Yes. is uh, Chelsea have, have probably, because of um, Celtic were awarded not because they had the most points, they had the most points per game. Ah, right. So they worked that out. That's probably what they're going to do with the Women's League and Chelsea are going to win that even though they're in second place behind Manchester City. Good oh, news for you and Sam Kerr. They've played less games. They've played less games. So Sam Kerr has taken Chelsea to a championship. She has. In a first year. What a bloody legend. And, um, uh, and Chelsea are just... Chelsea men's team are just clinging on to a European spot at the minute. Yeah, so but they'll play those out. So Hopefully uh, they hang on to that. All right, there we go, a little soccer update. Hey, while we're on soccer, how was the Borussia Mönchengladbach <laughs> with their cardboard cutouts? They had 20,000 of them. They did, yeah. They, the looked, uh, they looked pretty good, to all the money uh, going to charity. There's a bit of me, uh, Collingwood have, have said, we will do this, we're going to put cardboard cutouts. Uh, yeah. There's a few of me that wants to buy uh, Collingwood ones and uh, just uh, get a photo of me wearing the opposition's jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get. Uh, I want to see a Helen D'Amico cardboard cutout <laughs> that gets thrown onto the ground during the third quarter. <laughs> uh, so okay, now let's uh, let's finish off round one here with uh, it's going to be Saint Kilda. Here you go, Danny. 
And the Western Bulldogs hey, at Marvel Stadium at 6.05. I mean, come on. I am so stoked with 6.05 on a Sunday. My kids oh. can watch it. Sunday is usually my Friday. Yeah. So this is – I'm I'm the one person who is happy about right, this. Okay. Also, it just feels right, dogs playing Sunday Twilight. It's like it's, it's our home. It's, <laughs> like, it's like, you know, Hawthorne being, uh, I don't know, corrupt and Richmond yeah. being nice. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's uh, there it is. That's round two. Uh, it's so exciting. It is exciting. It's still like two and a half weeks. It's so exciting. It's at least like, we can see the light now at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, but it's like being a kid at Christmas and you find out December 2nd. Uh, by the way, Santa has got you a Nintendo. You go, oh, my God. Oh, God, it's three weeks yeah, away. Ah! <laughs> so uh, we're going to have to battle through until Thursday, June 11. Yep. But this week we start NRL. Now we are not oh, yeah. an NRL podcast. So you, um, do you, how much do you guys care about NRL? Not one. Uh, I have a passing interest. I like, I like the Storm. Yeah, you know, I, I like it when the Storm are doing well. Uh, Russell Crowe excites me a bit. Yep, <laughs> with his uh, Rabbitohs involvement. Uh, Tess, any for you? Look, I'm not going to lie. No, I've often tried to like. Raz up the excitement to watch NRL. If it's on, I watch it. I like State of Origin. State of Origin, I'm very invested in because I love it. Um, But when it's real rounds, I have zero interest. Yeah, I used to like it when I was uh, growing up because uh, often, because it was on late at night. You know, Channel 9 would chuck it on at like midnight. So Mm. I remember being a teenager and you're just up at that time of night. And I went, so I used to follow up with that. And I sort of followed Storm through a lot of it. And then I did a gig on the NRL footy show. Oh, did you? I did. And uh, it did not go well. (laughs) So Billy Slater came back after I was on and was like, was that guy supposed to be funny? Zero out of 10. Oh, Billy Billy Slater. So did you go off the storm after that? I did. I spent a year going for the Brisbane Broncos. <laughs> and then I went on uh, Husey and Kate on Nova at the time and they, they I told Husey this story. and uh, I Billy, loved it. Billy reckoned, I went on with Billy Slater and he apologised and gave me free tickets. <laughs> so I went to my one and only league game with uh, my, my mate from high school who actually liked rugby. Right. We left at halftime. God, it's a dull sport. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I... I am excited that NRL is back this week just because we're jonesing for live sport. Yes. And I never know who to support because there are some very dodgy individuals playing rugby league. Uh, well, gee, I hope you can back this up, Danny. <laughs> I think I can. Uh, I'm gonna, I made a new friend last night oh, yeah. uh, online. I was, you know, comedian Luke Heggie. Yes, he, he's yes. a big rugby league fan because, yeah. uh, as he puts it, uh, they are the worst grubs in the world and they should all be in prison. So I like them <laughs> punching each other. Uh, right. Whatever motivates you to get involved. So I, I texted Luke saying, hey, who are the worst teams at the moment? Like, who, which which clubs have got the worst groups of individuals on there. So you're talking about just general behaviour of the playing group or are you talking about actual criminal records? I was asking at criminal records first. Okay. And then he put me onto a guy called Andrew Paskin, my new mate, uh, and who has a podcast called the Rugby League Digest. And uh, he's done an episode with Luke Heggie where they go over the worst grubs of all time. The worst grubs of all time. If you just want to hear a full team of the worst individuals. Uh, but how good is this Andrew Paskin bloke? I just text him out of nowhere and say, hi, mate, we've never met. My name's Danny. I'm trying to find out who are the worst people in rugby league. And he's like, oh, no worries, mate. Let's do some research together. And he just sent me a blow-by-blow 
of oh, every really? squad right, okay. of what they're up to. Um, between 2014 and 19. Also, just thank you, Andrew. That's very nice for me to just text him out a little bit and go, hey, mate, you know that sport you love? I want to bag it out on my Rival Code podcast. Can you help? I was like, yeah, no worries. <laughs> I love it. Between 2014 and 2019, there yep. were 66 scandals between uh, in the NRL. And oh. I know that I, I I had a bad morning this morning. I typed in NRL scandal into Google and my computer exploded. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, 21 assaults, uh, only 11 against women. That's a pretty – they're getting there. Okay. 16 drink driving, 17 drugs. A uh, couple of my favourites um, – one was the uh, North Queensland Cowboys guy called Scott Drinkwater. He got done for drunk and disorderly in a Townsville uh, nightclub strip. He was refused entry to a nightclub, yes. threw up a bit of a fuss, drink to take water. him away. Drink water. What? Drink water. And this is it. He got banned from nightclubs in Townsville for 10 days. Yeah, for 10 days. <laughs> That's so funny. And yeah. none of the newspapers did a pun on drink water. Out. He's got the perfect name for it. Yeah. They're broke. This is what happens when journalism dies in oh, Australia. Not since Chris Moneymaker won the World Poker Championships. <laughs> Has it been such a good name? I uh, also want to give a shout-out to uh, a, a Canberra Raiders uh, player called Josh Papali uh, who got caught drink driving. Mm. Uh, he blew something like 0.125, a, you know, pretty much almost legally dead. Yes, yeah. Um, and the reason he got caught is because he pulled over, rang triple zero and reported himself as too drunk to drive and then started driving again. And then when he got what? 10 minutes down the road, forgot he'd done that, pulled over, called triple zero to report himself again. <laughs> wow. That is, I mean. And then started no, driving again. No need to blow in the bag, mate. The evidence <laughs> is here. You are quite clearly blind. He's also an anti-vaxxer, so that's not as, uh, oh, not as great. Um, I, all of a sudden, all these anti-vaxxers popped up in the NRL. I don't know. They getting hit in the head. Is there a correlation between getting hit in the head and being anti-vaxxer? It's all very strange. Uh, other thing you'll like, Tess. Now, hear me out. You won't like the start of this. Um, Penrith Panthers were part of a big scandal in the off-season for uh, there was a sex tape scandal where one of the players was uh, uh, engaged in lovemaking and filmed it without the woman's consent, and he got in uh, big trouble for that, oh. as well he should. Jeez. Magistrate sentenced him to like 300 hours community service. She also ordered the club mm. legally change the name of their community outreach program, Panthers on the Prowl. Oh my God. Oh, it's cool. That's what it was. Not oh. anymore. The magistrate ordered that change. <laughs> oh my God. God. Good magistration, <laughs> if that's the right word. I think magistrating. So. <laughs> And are you able to put all this together yeah. somehow mathematically to give us the best and worst teams? Yeah, I've got a ladder. This oh, is the great. ladder okay. of, um, of, uh, of NRL from best to worst between me and uh, uh, Andrew uh, Paskin. So uh, here we go. On top, uh, the Roosters so, and the Warriors. Okay, so when you say, so which way around is this ladder? Oh, so on top means clean. Best behaved. Best okay. behaved because, they, I mean, all of these clubs have had people who've done the wrong yeah. things, but they've been cut from the squad. So sure. we did this just based on current squad. Current squad. Yeah. Okay. So Roosters and Warriors, both okay. clean, good which is pretty there. good. We yeah. can't really jump on the Roosters, though. They've won back-to-back -back titles. Yeah, and the Warriors are in New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne Storm are third. 
Uh, we've only got a bit of a uh, bit of cocaine use, and of course, out and out cheating uh, for white <laughs> collar. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm happy with the storm. Uh, the Cowboys then fourth for the drunken disorderly. Yeah. Um, Rabbitohs have had a bit uh, had got an assault charge that just uh, happened. Uh, in sixth position, we've got the Cronulla Sharks, who of course uh, supported by ScoMo, so that's why they're not good. Uh, <laughs> that's their main crime. That's their main crime. <laughs> Allowing him to support them. <laughs> uh, Parramatta Eels have a player who is currently stuck in Fiji on assault charges. Uh, Newcastle Knights <sighs> have got that guy who rooted the dog. Uh, oh, God. Ra- Canberra Raiders have got the, the some, a whole bunch of anti-vaxxers. And then from them, I'll just do the order. I won't say the crimes because I don't want to put a trigger yeah, warning no, at the start of this. Yeah. Uh, Bulldogs, Panthers, uh, Sea Eagles, Tigers, Titans, Broncos, Dragons. Wow, that's... Wow. So the dragons are the dragons are the worst. I mean, we could have a debate over which crimes are worse than which, and okay. I don't really want to. One. <laughs> also, um, John Howard went for the dragons. So, Did he? Yep. Right. I'll, Tess, I also looked up other prime ministers' uh, teams because I know you'd be interested. Uh, what have we got? Um, who's the prime minister now? Oh, Scomo. Who's the prime minister? <laughs> Did you ask that question? <laughs> Genuinely forgot. A modern who's Australian question. Who's the prime minister again? Uh, who is it at the moment? Yeah, so we got Sharky's boy at the moment. Uh, Turnbull, uh, from what we could find, never, uh, never quoted, never chose a team. I, no, wasn't he? Wasn't he Roosters? Actually, that does sound right because he did say he got confused between the codes once and was trying to say he goes to the Sydney Swans. Oh, and he said in an Roosters. AFL conversation, but he said Roosters. But I think he was a Roosters fan. Which would make sense because the Roosters are in his electorate. Yeah, okay. They're in the seat of Wentworth. In, yep. um, More like he's a right. union man. Oh, totally. Yeah, 100%. You're like NRL's Noddy's bag. But anyway. Uh, so before that, um, Tony Abbott, uh, Manly Sea Eagles. Ah, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, before Abbott, well, Rudd with Brisbane Broncos. Brisbane Broncos, yeah. Gillard never gave a team. No, She just she, pretended to go for the dogs the, in the, AFL. The dogs. <laughs> she was from Adelaide. Why did why wasn't she Adelaide Crows? Is it just because she lived in the her seat no. West and was born? No, 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 no. Can I tell you? It's because when she first yeah. moved to Melbourne, when she was like in uni, um, she started doing her legal work at Slater and Gordon, and Peter Gordon, who was then just the principal, ah. yeah, took her ah. to the footy, which she'd never really gone to before, and she would go to the footy with him, and then so she started barracking for um, for Footscray. Oh, there we go. Okay. All right. Okay, fine. Your Honour. That's a pass. That's acceptable. Although, notice, I haven't seen Jules at a game since uh, she she left Parliament. It's almost like it was uh, she was only doing it to appear relatable. That's weird. All right. Just a a fan of convenience. Is that what I'm I'm hearing? I think she lives Um, in England. Can I just say? I think she's been living in London for quite a while and then she's just come back. So just give her a break, guys. Oh well, no, really, Jules. If you're listening, I'll, I'd love to to come. To, you want to come to a dogs game with me? Let's, let's, the let's go. Lands. Yeah, maybe it's because you play uh, all the games at the Dockland. She doesn't want to go there. Hey, hey, it's <laughs> the best stadium there is. Uh, so uh, thanks, Danny, from the NRL. Hang on, Ju- wait, wait. I've oh, one more. more. Uh, 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 Rudd Broncos. I went on. Oh. Like Keating went for Canterbury Bulldogs. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh, very good. Hey. And a hawk. And he, he didn't go back? No, uh, Hawk was Raiders. Hawk was Raiders, okay. Before that, I don't know. You know, interestingly, uh, there is a long history of American presidents playing golf 
Yes. And, and in fact, nearly every president uh, going back to the start of the 20th century was a golfer. Maybe Taft, I think. Uh, Taft was a Taft was a keen golfer. Go. Oh no, McKinley was start of the was But Taft was a keen, keen. He was early 1900s. Taft, yeah, and he was a keen golfer. But they all have a so it's a really rich history of presidents playing golf. Yeah. Um, the John Kennedy Jr. Didn't play a lot because of his back, but he was a good junior golfer. How? Um, J- J- JFK. JFK Senior. The one who was president? Oh, the one who was president. Yeah, J- JFK yeah, John, Senior. John F. Kennedy, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was a good golfer, but didn't play a lot when he was president. But in Australia, it's you struggle to find a prime minister who plays golf. Fair enough. Or, uh, for some reason. It's, Why is that test? Please explain. So my theory about the Americans is because rich um, golf is a sport for rich people and you have to be really rich to be the president, so therefore those two, like, lifestyles merge and if you're in politics in America, it's because you're rich and if you're rich you play golf and so everybody who's president plays golf, whereas here you don't have to be rich to be prime minister and also you have to, like, do a lot of grunt work. You can't just, like market yourself up so people don't have time to play golf so therefore maybe they start playing golf after their prime minister what are your thoughts uh, that's a, not a bad theory thank yeah, you i like it i don't know why uh, though we don't have more prime ministers who are athletic because i um we don't really like tony abbott was like relatively athletic, yeah, he was athletic. and um yeah. it's weird that you don't have a lot of people in politics who are also quite athletic you have a lot of politicians who are athletic but not a lot of prime ministers who are athletic. So I don't know why that um, why that is. But I mean, oh no, there was um, we had John John Howard. Yeah, he was a great cricketer. <laughs> he was. Uh, I mean, he was a fan was of cricket. There's no doubt about that. They're fans of things, but can they hold their own? I don't know because I was only thinking about the fact that I was watching um watching Old West Wing a couple of weeks ago and there was an episode where uh the president doesn't want to wear a jacket you know how it's like seemed to be completely uncool and not masculine to need to wear a jacket and i was only thinking about that the other day because of um trump not wearing the mask the face mask when he went into the ford factory and how like kind of weird twisted thing about what is masculine and what is not masculine and what makes you look like a good tough leader and where that comes from like vladimir putin's like running around riding around on a horse topless in the woods or whatever and i'm like is that considered to be a good leader i know this doesn't have much to do with sport but also like he'd probably be i feel like vladimir putin would be good in your team like he'd be a oh, good no, actor. He'd, be, he'd be like michael jordan probably but without the skills he'd just be yelling at you the whole time <laughs> <I'd be exactly laughs> and taking credit for your goals yeah and trying to pick up your misses as well <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to be good at? Uh, he'd be good at uh, taking some territory. If there was, a, if you were playing <laughs> oh, yes. against Ukraine, he's just going to get all up in there. There you go, right up in your peninsula. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, and speaking of golf, did you see there was controversy around Trump playing on the weekend? Yeah. Uh, in the middle of a pandemic, but my, I was rapt to see it because while, at least while he's on the golf course, he's not tweeting. <laughs> He's not watching TV. He's not making bad decisions. He's not prescribing hydroxychloroquine uh, to people. He's, he should be playing 36 holes a day. That's what I'd be lobbying. And he would if he could. And he, he really would if he could. So, um, and did you see uh, what's his name? Uh, Is this the Tom Brady thing? Tom Brady. No, tell me what was, what was interesting well, what about Tom Brady. 
he chi- he chipped in on a I think it was a par four a uh, par five. He chipped in from about a hundred meters out. Oh, that okay. You know, I'm clearly my Australian brain thought he was helping to pay for something when he you said he chipped in. in. I chipped in, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, no. Just just bought Trumpy a new golf club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good on him. No, they're raising money for charity. So people, so like for example, Charles Barclay goes, "I'll pay fifty thousand dollars if Tom Brady lands his next tee shot on the green." All right, and he got it in. So he, uh, no, that was a different, oh, he completely yeah, missed the green on that one. Yeah, um, but they were raising a lot of money, and it was really cool. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady playing with uh, Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson was great. Jeez, you'd be annoyed it was if good, you got it was good golf. If you got uh, you know all these people, you'd be paired up against. You know, some people are up against uh, Tom Brady, some are up against Charles Barkley. Who am I against? Tiger Woods? Oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be uh, good for you. But Tom Brady is good at everything, as it turns out. Um, I annoying have come to the end of um. The Last Dance, and I'm about to embark on a new documentary that someone told me about the other day, which seems much more up my alley, called Losers, because um, one thing I noticed, and I'm not, I'm not like downing, I'm not bagging myself, but when I watch things like The Last Dance, I'm interested, but I have no emotional connection to people who are like really, really good at things and winners. Like I don't, I can't connect with that on an emotional level. And apparently The Losers documentary, which is also on Netflix, is about all the people who when they say, oh, if you just work really, really hard, everyone can be the best in the world, but they work really, really hard and they weren't the best in the world, they got beaten by someone else and the legacy. Yeah, I hated that about the last dance. Totally. Like the just sort of subtle implication that none of the players wanted it as much. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> oh, poor, poor Reggie Miller, Patrick Ewing. If only you guys just <laughs> wanted it a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a real bummer you didn't want it more. Uh, yeah, that the other teams couldn't want more. And, like, also it was like, quite incredible to have the physical, mental parallel line of Michael Jordan that if he wanted to punish someone, he actually could. He could switch it on to a new level that, like, just if he felt like it, which I feel like is completely not how the rest of the world is working. But um, And also the Losers documentary is about, like, the legacy that those losses meant for someone else. So someone else someone else is able to flourish because that person existed even if they didn't win. So the tentacles of um, influence and inspiration and all that. Mm. I kind of think that sounds fun. Uh, coincidentally, Tess, I started watching Losers Woo! last week uh, and I think there are ten episodes, a different story in each episode, uh, and they're really well told. The ones I've seen are really well told. And I think episode one in particular I think you'll love. Mm. Is it about Richmond? It's a boxing story. Oh, yeah, it's okay. not about Richmond. Well, I love boxing. Uh, it's a story about a boxer who then goes on to do something else after boxing, but it's a great, great what is, docker. What is this on? It's on Netflix. I've heard of that. And it's called Losers, and my wife hates the title because they're actually not losers. Yeah, right, cool. They're all winners. They're all winners. Wow. In a different way. Depending on you. So, uh, all right, I'm going to book. Is, yeah, is well, it a common thing with your wife? She doesn't like titles if they're not literal. Like, do, is she annoyed on Survivor that they don't kill people yeah, when they're yeah, voted yeah. off? Everyone survives. <laughs> <laughs> Yawn. A bunch isn't a collective noun of Brady's. Come uh, on. <laughs> this is annoying. Uh, and um, I, that was, I, was, I thought I had something else, but we'd already discussed that. The only other so, thing I've got is uh, a, a shout out to uh, if you're following the um, 
what's it called? Car racing. Um, they, they're not doing the Formula <laughs> One. They're doing Formula E where they're, they're getting oh, video they're, games. Esports, yeah, yeah. Esports. And yeah. they're getting the drivers of the actual cars yeah, to do well, races. Right. I love it. And yeah. uh, Audi driver Daniel Abt uh, has been caught getting a ringer in to do his race. Oh, oh, what? <laughs> the guy who's actually got ah. video games to do that. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I love that. I hate that. Uh, I'm, I'm torn. He uh, he thought it was all a big joke, but uh, apparently the sponsors did oh, not. The sponsors didn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> uh, um, oh, well, it's it's been a pleasure, team. Tess, what are you up to tonight? I'm just calculating the likelihood. I'm actually going through the the fixture and um, looking at the fact that I have our traditional rivals, rivals Collingwood. Then I've got your team, my outer sanctum slash limo rivals. Hawthorne the second week. Then I've got my family derby the third week because the rest of my family is St Kilda. And then I have um, the West Coast Eagles, which has been become like a modern rivalry because they always beat us. So it's really only rivalry from my side. But I'm just going to be calculating how Richmond might go and all of that fun stuff for the rest of the year. Yeah, right. Well, enjoy those four Friday night games at the MCG. <laughs> tough, tough draw again for the Tigers. I wish I was um, there. Uh, All right, Uh, well, uh, sit back and uh, enjoy staring at the fixture for the next couple of weeks. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Tess Armstrong. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Danny McGinley. Thank you. Uh, Don't forget you can become Patreons of us Mm. and follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Please do all that. Indeed, and uh, and uh, and give us a review on the uh, the Apple as well or wherever you're listening to this podcast and get some friends involved. Uh, All right. Thank you, team. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.